0: What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Columbaro, and I'm the host of the show. And on this show, you are guaranteed to hear a wonderful conversation every episode. Of course, we always have a special guest joining us. And today, that would be the one and only Tony Padilla, who is a solar panel salesman, a wildland firefighting bad motherfucker a business degree major, and a good fucking friend. Me and Tony met at junior college a couple years back, and we've been tied ever since. Ironically, we're still going to that junior college, but we're having a good time with it, and we're learning a lot. I hope that you're inspired by these conversations on this podcast, because really they're meant to inspire you to go have your own conversations out there in the world. Thank you, listener, for tuning in. I hope that you like, share, subscribe, and do all that shit that everyone always tells everyone else to do. However, to do that, do that. That'd be cool. And let the people know about the Symbiosis Now podcast. I got holographic stickers. I got little pins you can put on your hat or your shirt. We're going places, baby. And most importantly, we have more and more guests coming your way for great content to listen to. And without further ado, let us voyage into the yonder of conversation with Tony Padilla on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Hello, Neil and Buzz.
1: I'm talking to you by telephone from the Oval Room at the White House. And this certainly has to be the most historic telephone call ever made from the White
0: House. You know Idaho potatoes? that's prison labor i was face down in the gravel teeth biting road like asphalt coca-cola still uses coca leaf in their mixture for flavor (laughs) (laughs) because the simpler a message is the more people can get behind it i can really tune in and try to stay alert on what's going on right now and also i had read the fucking label wrong so we actually took 10 times the amount we were supposed to take wow of
1: This is the thing, and I want this to be like a public service announcement to
0: people. PSA, listen, this is important. How are you, dude? What the fuck, man? You're over at Reedley College right now as we speak?
1: I am, bro. Just here lounging. How's
0: it feel to lounge around the JUCO that we we still lounge around at? (laughs)
1: It's not too bad, bro. It's not too bad, man. You know, just... uh... It's, it's quiet today, bro. They have this event here, so um, I came. To, I, honestly, bro, I came to get some food, and like I was like, I got this uh, Tiger One card that they gave me like four hundred dollars on, so I was like, ah, you know what, I'm gonna go get some grub. And then uh, I pulled up, and they had like this event going on. I have no idea what's going on, so like you know what, I'm just gonna show right I at the Student Activity Center, um, and just you know, just kind of nerd out on my computer a little bit. But yeah, it's it's cool, man. Just try right here, just lounging. I can't complain. It's good, cozy.
0: I feel like what that's what colleges at? do man like it's, I feel like they're good at that like they're good at like putting some kind of event that you didn't even know was going down that day on and like that way you, when you're time. chilling around campus you got nothing to do or you're fucking just like you need to get out of the out of the study hall or whatever for a minute you got something to do out there you know but yeah, I feel like Reedley really college has been lagging at that you they used to have a lot more of that stuff but it's because of COVID man you know and then now they're yeah, starting to get back into it more. Thing. They, and they are, they
1: are. Like I've been, I've been. You know, I, I only, I'm only taking one class this semester. So like, I'll roll Same. up and like, you know, I'll see like, like tents up and all kinds of stuff. and Little events. I pulled up yesterday to get some to get a burger, a little chicken burger, and or a chicken sandwich. And they were having like free food out here. They had like student activities. They had like a banner that said something like that. They were playing volleyball and stuff. I was like, oh, that's just so. they were giving out free food too. But, but yeah, bro, they're 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 trying to get back into the to the normal swing of things. If that makes any
0: sense. Did you play volleyball? I thought about it, but I didn't, bro. Sorry to disappoint. Damn, you disappointed right now, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I've been going to college forever there, like forever there, dude. And like, I don't know. I finally got my associates, but like, I don't know. That's nothing. Like, I'm. I think it's cool, but people will be like, "That's nothing." Like, you gotta get your bachelor's at least. Otherwise, I don't even want to look at your resume. I've heard that from people, you know. So like. I get it, but I learned a lot, man. And then like I'm also going after other stuff. Like I have other certifications and like I almost have another license through there. So like it's a good oh, nice. it's a good school cuz like you can do a lot of things through it and like it's not as expensive as like a state university or something, you know. Yeah,
1: most definitely.
0: But bro. still, man, yeah. like it's still like it now, don't forget it's community college, man. Like they, they kind of almost make it seem like they're the nice. real experience, but they're kind of the halfway house. Like they 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 they're, they're the in-between zone. Like it's like high school 2.0 like you're supposed to jam through that and move on and I've just been there for like too long but I like being there like honestly it's kind of cool I think community colleges also have that aspect of like you know real learning like you're you're really yearning for some learning versus everyone that's at a state is like no matter what they're trying to get the degree they they may they not even they may not even really have stopped and smelt the roses the entire time they went through that four-year university maybe like because they're just like i gotta get this done and keep on moving versus like i think most people that go to junior college like i don't know what it is but they have time to kind of linger and and think more about like their future in this and like how they like these classes and do they like this kind of like atmosphere you know right right
1: right it's like a commitment but not too serious like if you go to a four-year college bro it's like it's pretty disappointing if you don't follow through and you know go into the career of what you studied for. Like, if you go into like you know to get like an accounting bachelor's degree or something, you know, and like and then you end up not becoming an accountant, like it's like, well, would you put all that time and effort? It's like you're more serious, right?
0: Well, I feel about like I hear that a lot, bro. Like, a lot they're, of people tell community me
1: that college, yeah, like there are community college like me, bro. That's like, let's like, take like me for say, I bro, I have 120 units already, just about right. Um. I did come here before, took the wildlife firefighting course. I went and became a wildlife firefighter after for a couple of years. Um, and then I came back and I'm like coming for business, you know. But it's the thing that I don't really like is like the fact that you have to take a whole bunch of other classes, bro, that are relevant to what I'm coming to school for, bro. And it's good and awesome. Some of them are good. Some of them I'd like more than others. Um, but still, like at the end of the day, like now I'm in solar, right? And I, now I'm in a place where I can make a career out of it, bro. And if I get good and I keep punching away at this this new career, bro, I can be making six figures, bro, pretty fast, you know? And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to school for business, and I'm learning, you know, a lot of stuff about how to run a business. And maybe it will benefit me down in the long run, but as of right now, I'm just like, oh, you know, well, you know, they're kind of – it helped. Of course it helped, but there was no real reason for me to go to college. If I'm going to go into the solar game, they don't require any kind of, you know, degree whatsoever to jump into the solar industry, bro. You know, all you need is your HIS license, and that's like a license you get through the state.
0: So do you think that's so, why you, like, toned it back and are only taking one class?
1: Yeah, pretty much, bro, pretty much. I have I've, I've got into the solar industry, bro, and there's guys that, like, bro, I've taken so many classes in college, bro, and I completely dropped out. Mom paid for my tuition. You know, Mom was extremely disappointed. But then now I made I made sixty K in three months, you know, and I just sent my mom seven thousand dollars last week. You know what I mean? So so I mean, it's good though. Either way, bro, I, I can't take nothing away from school, bro. It does open up your eyes. It makes you think different, right? I, I still I still remember one thing that my instructor, Mr Sorensen, told me, bro, um, when when I took statistics, you know. He's like, You guys will probably probably never use this math, right? But what this class does is it makes it helps you make better choices, you know. And I never really understood that until I was done with the class, and I seen the way it shifted my thought process, bro. You know what I mean? Where I started looking at everything more statistically speaking. Hundred percent, bro. bro. And, 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 and and it's just like even like even like I want to say like sometimes without even thinking about it, bro, it's like second nature, bro. I just. You know, I know I'm making better choices, bro. And I maybe it was that class, maybe it wasn't, but
0: I always, that did stick with me, bro. And well, statistically speaking, people that go right. to school, like, often are pretty <laughs> yeah. good at that shit. Like, they're good at, like, focusing on, I don't know, new things. And, like, you have, yeah, I feel like you often are more successful when you kind of broaden your spectrum a little bit. And then you also... You also kind of like show commitment, even though I fucking hate having to be exactly on time to all these things, especially classes where you're paying to show up there. So in a way, if you want to abuse it, you should at least be allowed to because you're paying for it. But at the same time, the teacher's getting paid to give you the curriculum. And so like, there's a negotiation. There's not a negotiation. There's a commitment there basically for both parties to always show up or, or to exchange information back and forth and data back and forth basically. And if you don't do that, Like, and you, you know, you could easily just shy away from going to school, but I think that taking a class, even though like you're saying like you want to tone it back and fucking get back into the solar game, get balls deep in the solar panel game, you know what I mean? I think that's cool. I think though that just don't like, I think taking one class at a time, that's why I do that now. Yeah. I was going hard for a while, like taking way too many classes in my opinion. And it was only like three or four while I worked full time and it was too much. And eventually I got burnt out. So I had to start taking like two classes and like working and then eventually now I'm down to one class and working. And last semester, me and you had that class together. And, like, it's crazy because I know you were taking a bunch more classes. And then now you're taking one class. I'm taking one class still. It's working out good, though, I think, because, like, I like I, look, I like looking forward to my one class more than being exhausted from all four or five of the classes you're taking at the same time. Like, I get that people want to get shit done fast, but you you know how much you miss out on when you jam through the information that you're expected to go through, like, mm-hmm. it, you miss a lot, is all I'm saying. Yeah, you do, bro. Uh, yeah, the you, way that most, things like, are so hurried. Most
1: people don't even, yeah, but like, we get handed these big textbooks, bro, and we're, we're asked to read, you know, chapters this, you know, eight through nine, you know, for homework. But with all the, all the other work you have going on, bro, it's just like so hard to really sit there and read the book, you know, and read the actual chapter. And there's good information in a lot of these books, bro, but just because there's not enough time, because You know, you're taking, you feel like most of the time you take too many classes, bro, you know? And then especially having, you know, a family household and all that stuff, bro, like, you miss out on a lot of good information by taking a lot of classes. It's always, like, kind of better to slow down a little bit because there's a lot of good stuff in these books, bro. You can see that there's a lot of, like, thought put into it, bro, like, methodically, you know? Um, And, yeah, bro, for sure, I feel like people do need to definitely... Like slow down. I, I should I, I, I'm getting more out of this class now that I've slowed down, I'll say that much.
0: I bet. I bet. What class is it, bro?
1: It's art. <laughs> That's what's yeah. up. Fuck yeah. yeah. Everything it's funny bro, because in my opinion it's just like everything's art, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah. Are you drawing yeah. like pictures of dicks and shit or like super <laughs> super bad style or like is it not like it's- that? Just vaginas bro, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we're so childish, bro. But remember super my, bad bro where the dude would draw dicks gonna... <laughs> on everything, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My girl's gonna get
1: his
0: out. And they were okay. so good, he was so good at it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, dude, no, no I, I think that the whole uh school thing is yeah, it's a trip. But I think it's a good thing. It just depends on oh, how yeah. serious you're trying to take it and how fast you can get through it and if what your goal is. Well folks, it's that time again Christmas season where we all like to put up a bunch of crazy lights and let it be lit like no other time of the year. Maybe put them all along the sides of the trim around the doors and garage doors, make it look real fancy. And sometimes you just don't feel like doing it, am I right? It seems more convenient to pay someone else to. Well, that's where I come in. Tyler's Christmas Lighting Services, available to come to your location in the Greater Reedley Area to give you a quote and move forth with lighting your prized property. So listener, get your lights all out of storage and ready to go. And don't forget to call Tyler's Christmas Lighting Services at 559-480-0780. That phone number of which will be left in the description As Christmas season gets closer, you don't want to be the person without lights. So call Tyler's Lighting Services to get it done right. Didn't mean to take us on a sidetrack, but back to Reedley College. Something about fucking Reedley College just ain't right, though. And I like it there, but like, especially when you just look at the numbers online, like their own website of their retention rate and their transfer rate and their graduation rate, and, like, the numbers aren't that great. Like, I don't know. I'm almost tempted to go here right here right now. I
1: think, well, well, I think I, I feel I feel like this whole thing needs reform, bro. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Because, like, if you fall, like, bro, everybody's lives schedules are different, right? So, like, if you fall behind on projects, bro, like, you know, like, you, you, get, you get dates when this has to be turned in, this has to be turned in, right? So people operate at different levels. And, and, and what I mean by saying that is that, like, look, like, I'm the type of person that I'll I'll get to the finish line, right? But, you know, I take a slow pace in the beginning, and then at the end is where I speed up, you know? And I know I can get everything submitted by a specific deadline, like, if it was at the end of the semester, bro. And there, and there's talks about this, right? I'm not the only one that's in this idea, but I've heard it before, you know? Um, like, maybe just having, like, a... You know, go at your own pace, kind of, kind of course, bro. Where like, as long as you get everything done by like the end of the semester, you know, you won't fail the class. Because the way things are right now, bro, like I, my my life, and I'm sure everybody's like, especially when you're a parent, bro. You know, the kids get sick, bro, but you got a, a deadline for an assignment that's due, you know. And then a lot of instructors don't take, you know, any any late assignments, bro. Some of them do, some of them don't. You know, it's like a 50 but. That because of that, bro, I definitely feel like it needs to be because some people will get all their homework assignments turned in, bro, by the end of the semester, you know? But by then it's too late, right? And then some people they're on time or they get it done early, whatever, but we're all different, bro. Right. But I feel like that as far as that, like that really needs reform. Like we should be able to like or they should have classes, those types of courses. We're like, hey, this course, like we're not going to sweat you for you know, having late assignments, but as long as you get them all turned in, you'll receive, this, you'll receive the same equal grade as anybody else. I don't
0: know how you feel about that. But that's nah, I, I get what you mean. That. I'm not a big yeah. fan of like a trophy, everyone gets a trophy type of society, for sure. But like at the same time, I think everybody, if they were all to get the same trophy, that's not rewarding. But if they were all to get a trophy on what they were good at, that's kind of cool, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Because yeah, then bro. they feel like they're good at something. Like They don't feel like they walked away like a fucking loser, like I used to feel. When you didn't get any award on the sports team, you just felt lame, you know? Yeah, exactly. But if you got the MVP, oh, you're getting your dick touched, you know what I mean, like this weekend, you know what I mean? <laughs> but if <laughs> yeah, not, right. I mean, nobody knows who the fuck you are, like, you know? Well, well, that's
1: all, yeah, that's how I felt my comp class, too, bro. Like, I, there were some assignments I didn't turn in, you know, and I was just like, man, like, because... You know, that specific instructor and I don't want to throw any names out there, but that specific instructor would not take any late work after so many days, you know, and it was it was a little hard, bro. And I get it, you gotta respect the rules, right? Her rules, but or their rules. But still I'm like I'm like, hey, you know that I, I could have passed that class if it wasn't for that, you know? I would have made sure I would've got everything in order right before the end of the semester. And so some, some instructors are cool and they're lenient like that and some of them aren't, you know. So I definitely feel like that part would need
0: some reform like a summer bosses though in the real world like we'd have to reform fucking the work environment cuz I feel like often the college environment it doesn't really reflect the work environment like the employment environment in our country but it definitely like it tries to stand in as that that media that medium between uh being a i don't know not working or doing anything and and working is like going to school like somehow they try to make it seem like you got to go to school so that way you can work based off of the schooling that you had but how come right. they never taught us any trades growing up then they just taught us math and all these things all the same information and then we're that supposed we're to all find not our really Right, we're supposed to all find what we like, but then most of the time we were all regurgitating the same information. So how are we supposed to have all these different attributes? You know, it's hard because we never got to actually specialize, you know, and live daily on a fucking farm to see if we really like the farm. Unless you were one of those kids that got to go to another country for like an exchange student type thing and you really got to like see how it is in America. You came from Ukraine and before the war and you just got to see how it was in America, like we had in high school. Like that's cool. But also like I don't know man did they really learn anything they just learned how it was socially and culturally but really they were regurgitating some of the similar information even though they're from another country you know right. like math yeah. and, and and science and reading and fucking whatever it's just yeah. it's just in disp- spun in a different way um, i think that often what we we get wrapped up in and we forget is that our whole system is broken. It's not just the education system. It's like everything like that we try to prop up and say this will fix it if we put this band aid on it. It doesn't work, you know. Like just like public well, agree, education, bro. just I like uh, uh, employment. Like even these days, it's kind of like we're just putting a band aid on how bad the inflation rate of the dollar is. And acting like yeah, it's normal and it's yeah. our fault as workers that we can't just, you know, work for a cheaper wage and, and basically starve to death at the same time, you know what I mean? And spend all your time there but barely have any money to spend any time away from there. Like, is that what really anyone wants? No, but that's the rate no, we're sorry. going right now. And,
1: and, and you know what's crazy? We're like, yeah, there's I don't know about you, year ago, but i would be kicking these. Like, my, the last two friends that I've been speaking to, bro, everybody's on this trip, bro. Like, on the spiritual trip, like we're in the end of times, or we're, or stays around the corner, bro, or, and repent. And like, like some of my, I was on the phone with like some of my, one of my Christian buddies, bro, one of my, one of my good, good friends, bro. Um, really, really good guy, awesome guy, bro. He, uh, he, he I met him here at the college, bro, and, uh, he ended up like, you know, he was like, you know, like into, you know, the word of God and stuff. And, um, you know, I started, like, I had a conversation with him before he left, but, uh, like, this guy literally, like, was like, hey, you know, like, something's coming, you know, something's coming, and he packed up his stuff, and he did, bro. he's like, way out of state now, bro, and he's like, what? he's living his best life, bro, like, honestly, I can't mock him for it, you know, but, um, then I got on the phone, like, I talked to him, and then I got on the phone with my other buddy just right now, and, then like, and he's talking about the same, similar stuff, like, you know, just spirituality, and, like, CERN, and, like some weird portal stuff that's going on. You know what I think it is, bro? You know what I think uh, it is? I think that people are... You know what CERN is, right? I know what CERN
0: is, but I'm saying what these people are doing to you right now when when you're calling them and they're telling you about what they think is going on and shit. Like, I think that spiritualism whatever the fuck it is is very important to the human human like creature but like i think that a lot of the religious regurgitations of like the end times are near and judgment day is coming and like i don't mean i don't mean to sound it so blasé but it just is so tired like you know because we've all heard it for thousands of years now and right, like, so bro. when people there's say this that, one, this saying, right? this it shame. is, but also it's like it's such fear mongering bullshit. That's the OG fearmonger, dude before yeah, Tucker yeah, Carlson, yeah. like pre Tucker Carlson on Fox news, we had like the end times are near guy hanging out on the fucking corner, you know, like <laughs> yeah. with the fucking well, coat well, on looking well, all sketchy well, and sad. Same, like though. he knows something you don't fucking know. Like, and maybe he does, but the reality is, is I think we're in a time where TikTok. Intersecting, like maybe not just TikTok, but social media, but TikTok's just on crack. Like you know, it's something else. It's like the meth of fucking social media. Like you know what I mean? People can't put it down, and like and so they they keep on hitting that fucking meth, and they keep on watching all these videos of this spiritual bullshit, like mixed with uh, real religious components that people have been feeling and reading and thinking for a long time, along with a bunch of fucking bullshit. Along with a bunch of conspiracy theories that maybe can never be proven or disproven, and then it gets into exactly, this weird mess bro. where we're all just kind of desperately gnawing at the and, fucking and cru- the and, the and, the, and the, the surface back, of reality, just trying to get an understanding of kind of what the fuck's going on. But I don't think we really know what the fuck's to what going on. What you're
1: saying, bro, it feels like everything's broken. Right? You said like you feel like the <laughs> system is broken. Like everything's broken, bro, it's just because yeah. of the trajectory and the direction that we're headed in, bro. It's crazy, you know. And then I get, you know, I get on the phone with my friends that see this stuff, they see it unfolding, you know? So they go on, like, these, like, rants, and I love my friends, bro, like, no disrespect to them, bro, you know? I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm observing from my own eyes and my perspective, and I'm just like, man, you know, some people are seeing it in a totally different way, you know? It's all perspectives, bro, you know? And it's just like, that. And I'm kind of trying to, you know, I'm like on both sides, bro. I'm like with you, you know, but I'm also kind of with them. I get it, bro, I get it. But I'm like, hey, bro, honestly, like, what can you do, bro? You just gotta focus. You got to focus on what's in front of you, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, there's not much we can we can do about what's going on and these, like, weird CERN experiments.
0: Well, maybe where that person's at, like, as they're explaining, like, where they think is they're coming from, I f- I personally kind of feel like, I don't know how else to say it, like, it, they're speaking from a selfish point of view because they're not, like, trying to level with you. They're trying to say what they know what they think and what they see you know what i'm saying and like when when someone's doing that only i feel like they're in a different state of mental unhealthiness sometimes that we don't really understand yet and i've i've been there and i feel like i'm there often i feel like i'm still there all the time but like i notice about myself like i used to get high bro like i used to smoke weed or like like or like i used to like eat mushrooms or something and i call someone to tell them what i'm having an epiphany of at that time like i didn't get high to call someone but i mean like at some point i'm like i have to call The homie the local skeptic right now And I have to tell him what I'm thinking Because he would get me But it's like whoa dude like chill out Like we can do that in the modern world with our phone Because we can instantaneously like converse With other people and stuff But at the same time like for me to act like That's the epiphany we're all waiting for Is fucking pipe dreamy Like that's so stonery Like that's so like off And I feel like people have kind of Told me that in, in other ways And I feel like well, the last couple of years, I've noticed that I used to be like that more. And I think that other people have those epiphanies, whether they're high or not. I just say I just say that as a joke because it makes it sound funnier. But the reality is, is like people that maybe they're not even high. They're just they're like on a wave right now with whatever information they're telling you is maybe beneficial to their trajectory, like on the journey that they're on the side quest that they're currently on to get back to the right. main journey. Like this is helping them get back there somehow, but they're just out this there is, right now. Yeah, by, by not saying it,
1: it's solidifying their beliefs that much more.
0: And like maybe you talk to these other people not because they're right, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but I'm saying maybe because you're kind of there too. Like, we're there, too, bro. Well, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm like honestly,
1: you know. Just, I'm just there for the conversation, honestly, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, what's I'll, what are I'll the take, odds? I'll take... Like, bro, we're social beings, bro. We're social teachers, you know? Like, I pick up the phone. I'll call my buddy. I'll hear him out, bro. But I'm just like, hey, I'm talking to you. Be, like, because I, I like you. Like, you're my friend and all. But I, it's good for us for the conversation. Like you know I'm saying? Like, it is. We're social beings, bro. So I'm gonna respect your your input, you know, and I'm gonna hear you out, you know? But is that what I believe? Uh, probably not, you know? I'm just you know, gonna right. I'm staying firm to my belief, my beliefs, and I'm, I feel like I'm kind of more where you're at. You know, it's like, you know, it's kind of like people are saying stuff that's kind of, you know, in the trajectory and in the mindset that they're currently in, you know, and they're putting it out there, saying it so they can solidify more what they believe in. And that's cool and all, though. I'm going to hear you out, you know, because, I mean, we have to conversate. What are we going to do? Just stay quiet and not say anything, you know? So I get it's you. a beautiful thing, bro. It's a beautiful thing, most definitely.
0: What's going down, podcast listener? I imagine that you drive a car when you're out and aboutin'. You might even have a motorcycle, per se. And I think that most people that live in the society we live in have a home of some sort. On those things, do you have insurance? That is my question to you. And if you do not, it seems like it's time to get you some. What are you doing out there listening to a podcast? Because if you are, at the same time simultaneously, you could be calling Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance to provide you with top notch service. Give him a call at 559-638-3800. Do you not have a license? That doesn't seem to be a problem. He can set you up. Do I know how? I have no idea, but he can set you up. He claims to know. Are you anything like me and when you were younger got into some trouble, had a DUI, and needed an SR22 insurance? Maybe? I hope not, but if you do, Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance can set you up with the free sr 22 You can find Alfredo looking sharp in the suit on 998 North Manning Avenue in Reedley, California, or you can give him a jingle down there at the shop at 559-638-3800. Be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast, and he will set you up ASAP with all your insuring needs. Thank you, Alfredo, for sponsoring the podcast. And now let's get back to the show, folks. No, on a serious note, though, like, is are we in the end times? Like, is that a thing, so, bro? bro? Nah, no,
1: I don't think so, bro. Like, like, like they say, bro, you know, people have been running around saying we're in the end of times since the beginning of time. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that's my story, bro, and I'm sticking to it. And i was just like, eh, I, I, I see the future as bright, bro. I feel like we're in the best time to be alive. Like, you know?
0: yeah. like yeah, I like I what you it's... said about like we since the beginning of man, we've been saying like we're almost at the end, and that's kind of true because oh, yeah. like even like scripturally, like biblically, like in the in the in Genesis, the beginning of the the Bible, like the Christian Bible or the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, like where they, they're talking about Adam and Eve. And they talk about like the fall of man, like, you know, and like, it's interesting because it's kind of like at that point we were going down as basically what the world is described as like man has just been fucked ever since right after creation. Like, you know, because he fucked up. He's a dumbass. Like he's going to be perpetually dumb now. And, like, I get it, but it's also kind of ridiculous when you explain it like I did. I feel like an asshole. But it's kind of, like, funny to say it like that because it's like, dude, what do you mean? Like, you know, I, I fucked myself, we fucked our own self, and then we're just fucked forever. Like, okay, that's that's cool. But I also think that it's funny because that plays out then. That's it literally since even in the biblical scripture, since the beginning of time, it was fear-mongery to say, but even then, you weren't good enough. You were trash. You deserved to go down from here. And and I don't know, I feel like, yeah, we could say that that's the way God wrote it, and that's just the way it is, but I kind of feel like it still sounds a lot to me often, like some fear-mongery ass, some people know how to read and they're trying to stay in power type of bullshit that we have been dealing with for thousands of years, like, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I, I, but, now, I but now, Tony, we all know how to read, Tony, so it's a problem now, because now we all know how to do what people didn't know how to do a couple hundred years ago, bro. so we're all elites now like it's a problem when you think about it and sometimes you got to wonder why there's so many psychological operations and why why any intelligence agency or anything would even bother with any of that in the world but it's because man things would fall off the rails real quick if we didn't try to keep this train going somewhere you know
1: (laughs) it's it's man it's strange though I, i i just like I was just telling my buddies, like, hey, bro, I don't discredit you guys from anything, bro. You know, just to keep it simple, like, I don't try to discredit you guys from anything, you know? Like, I mean, you might be right, I might be wrong, I might be right, you might be wrong. But you know what, bro, one thing I do know is that truth is stranger than fiction, bro. It you is. You know what I mean? So, like, because we're just, like, we're, I, I don't know, bro, it was, like, weird, right? Like, um, my, I went home last night, my mom was, like, you know, I, I, I went home last night. I noticed there's this fucking yellow stain on the carpet, you know, and there's yellow stain on the carpet, and I was like, hey, like, what the fuck did you spill right here, you know, and I, I knelt down, and I smelled it, but it smelled nasty, and I told her, like, hey, what would you spill right here, she's like, oh, you'll never guess what happened, and I was like, what, she was like, "This." she has like a little mural, bro, right, she has like, like a little... Like a little Virgin Mary and stuff, you know. Okay, she always puts fresh flowers next to it, and she has like all set up and stuff it's, like at the corner of a hallway. And like me, bro, like I said, bro, like I'm not too religious, bro, and I don't really, I'm more into like you know, like the mansion and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like gotten away from religion, and I'm just more into not science, bro, but yeah, I'm just a little you know, just more on the I guess kind of on the science area and of things, and like, oh, you know, like the world's always shifting. If something moves, like a plate falls or something, it's because the world's always shifting, you know, or something. Things are always moving on a vibrational level and whatnot. And um, she says that this vase, bro, like she was in the kitchen washing dishes, and she says that this vase just like completely fell off, fell off of the little, little stand she has it on, bro, and it was like three inches away from it. And when it hit the carpet, bro, it shattered, bro. And it's like, how is that gonna break onto carpet? You know, it just didn't make it was just kinda weird though. And then she kinda took it as one thing, you know, like, oh well, yesterday was the day of the dad, you know? And I don't know, it's just kinda weird that this happened and then it happened right next to my mural and stuff. I kinda just shrug it off, bro. But I you know, things are strange, bro. Things are definitely strange. Things I told are strange. my buddy about yeah, I told my buddy about this, you know, I was telling him right now. Like, he started telling me about um about how him and his friend were driving right here in Fowler once, bro, and uh, they were coming in down Manny, and he said that he seemed like this big old fucking winged creature, bro, that like he was driving with his, with his friend, and he's like, bro, did you just fucking see that? Like, they seem like a winged creature, like a humongous winged creature. Like, he, quote, his words were like it looked almost like a dragon. <laughs> and then, uh, then he started telling me that, uh, that he went to sleep and he woke up, bro, and then like a couple like when he woke up he said he jumped on like a news or something and somebody in China reported seeing like a winged creature like flying over China and then he started doing the math on the hours and stuff, even though I was like, Hey bro, like I think China's on a different time zone than us. But still, bro, it's just kinda weird bro, you know, and then I've had I've had some weird stuff happen to me, bro, where like I was one time I was doing my stuff and up to no good, bro, and I always had this bird following me, bro. It was weird, and, like, I'd tell my friends, like, oh, look, there's that bird, you know, like, like, bro, there'd be times where I was with people, and I would see this bird, and i am like, oh, look, there's that bird, like, oh, shit, you know, and, like, it was just kind of weird, bro. It's not following me, bro, but, you know, it's just, like, I don't, uh, we're definitely in strange times, bro, and truth is stranger than fiction because of things like that, you know, that I've experienced, bro, and, like, I don't know what to make of it, bro. At
0: this point, you know, No, I hear you, bro. Like, I hear you, man. Like, there's some weird yeah. shit going on. I don't know what the fuck to describe it either, but I don't, like, go out, like, telling people, like, hey, the dragonfly is meaningful, and if you see a dragonfly, it means that it's the same meaning that I feel like I put to it. That's all I meant, like... Because, yeah. like, I have that, like, thing. Like, I talked to my boss. <clears throat> Shout out to Justin over there at the Wake House. You're the fucking man, bro. We would talk about how, like, we have certain, like... We were kind of calling it like a spirit animal, but it could be like an insect or anything that we'll see often at certain times. And sometimes like it becomes a thing where you kind of notice it too much. And then either you give it meaning or it has a meaning. And then you look into the meaning and then I don't know what comes first, is it the chicken or the egg? I don't fucking know. But I'm telling you, man, sometimes it feels like that because all of a sudden... You know like there was a time a couple of years ago where I felt like I was in a very transitional stage for the last couple of years And I kept seeing dragonflies I'd see dragonfly all the time I see dragonfly here and there in places where you wouldn't really think it and my backyard I'd see them all the time and they'd fly close and they would kind of linger and kind of like look at me and like I know most people will be like "Ah, eh, no, that's just what dragonflies do, but it's like yeah, okay tripping, But I'm okay. Tr- I guess I'm just perpetually fucking stoned or something and like I'm obsessed with this now And like so everywhere I go I'd see it and I wouldn't be thinking about it all of a sudden I'd just be like bro like I'd have have like a day at work I'd be all stressed out All fucking pissed Like I'm ready to lose my path Forget every All the journey And the, and the terrain I've traveled to get To where I am now I'm all high headed Or something And I'll see This fucking dragonfly Fly by me And I'll be like Oh my gosh I'm fucking dumb. I need to chill out. There's supposed to be a transition here. And then look at me here now, bro. Like I feel like I have transitioned a lot of ways over the last couple of years. I've hybridized literally with my wife so and made like another a baby. There's a significant know? meaning to all that. Oh yeah, bro. And there is. There the way, is bro, to bro. me. There is to me. And, I mean, people be like, oh, that's fucking crazy. That's fucking stupid. There's no meaning to that. That's all woo-woo. I bet you Alfredo Vargas is listening, and he'll probably say that's fucking woo-woo, you know, because he he likes to poo-poo, I think, sometimes on, like, supernatural stuff. So do I because some things, like, they're bullshit. I like to believe, but if I don't see no proof, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe completely. But I know what I've seen and what I've felt, and I think there is a lot of meaningfulness in our own existence that only means something to you on your journey. It doesn't mean the same to everyone else. You'd have to find your own. You know, it's kind of like finding your own treasure on the earth. It's not gold, what everyone else is looking for. It's not paper money, what what everyone else is looking for. It's not crypto, what everyone else is looking for. It's something else, man, that only you think is valuable. And even if those things are like, they're not really like the end all be all. It's not like, you know, life ends or like you go to heaven once you attain uh, your transitional stage in this life it's just or whatever it is that you attribute these meaningful things whether it's numbers or or happenings or things you saw but i'll tell you what i have those we call those synchronicities me and allison always called those synchronicities for like the last 10 years of our life we felt like we'd see things and hear things and and things would come up too much all at the same time. I was talking about reincarnation this last week, like three different people at three different times for three different reasons. And all of a sudden, she brings it up this morning. And as I, after she brings it up, I go over to check out my podcast that I like to listen to. And what is one of the topics on there is fucking reincarnation. It just came out yesterday, so it's like that's weird. But also, it maybe is just me tripping, and I'm, I'm paying attention to things I shouldn't, and I'm drawing the 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 lines between the dots and I'm trying to connect the dots all together like a conspiracy theorist but it's like no I feel like that is meaningful to me and honestly when those moments happen I feel like I get high off of those moments I'm like dude I'm right where I need to be I need to stop stressing and thinking I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing I have sown the seeds prior that I am now trying to reap and now I'm reaping some 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 fruit from my my from me sowing all these seeds all these years like you know and and you start seeing it is it it you that's creating your own reality for the future I don't know but I'll tell you what it feels good when you feel like you've attained that and when you see those things play out like you know it's like accomplishing a goal seeing something that maybe is like kind of woo-woo superstitious maybe it's part of the journey towards your goal and that's why it makes you feel good you know, and, and fuck anyone else that says that's a lie or that's crazy. If it is, it's helping you get to where you need to go. Is it bad? But there's some things that we imagine, like demons and stuff like that, that I think keep us suppressed and down. And I don't think that's ever really that good. I, yeah, you know what I mean?
1: All that stuff on the back burner, I'm like, yeah, I just kind of ignore like those things. I, I really don't like I shadow people, all that junk. Well, I just kind of just try, choose to ignore that stuff, well, because. Honestly, if you stay there and focus and have a conversation with people about all these weird things, bro, that you think you see or these things that are meaning, meaningful to you or, you know, based off of your own reality, bro, you'd never get anything done, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at the same at the same time, bro, you got to provide. You got to put food on the table, you know. You got to eat, bro. This is, a, this is an economy-driven society that we live in, bro. It's a money-driven society, bro. So, at the same time, it's like, bro, I got to get my ass to work. I can't be focused on this stuff, you know. Right, yeah. And that's what I was thinking, like. You know, I was like, I had to cut my buddy off a little short, bro, because I was like, hey, man, like, honestly, bro, I got to focus on this paperwork I'm filling out, you know, because I got to feed the family, and and I got to work, I got to focus on my work, my career, you know. It's easy, it's easy to go down that rabbit that rabbit hole, bro, but there's always a time and a place, you know. And
0: I'm exactly. Like, yeah, I'm
1: not there. Like, I've been there, bro, I, he's talking to me about CERN and all that stuff. And I'm like, bro, I've been there. I've looked into it. But you know what, bro? It's not even something I want to talk
0: about. Yeah, I feel like sometimes those things are like social contagions or something, though, too, bro. Like uh, mental contagions. Like it's like the whole idea of CERN. Haven't we all like when we found out about it, we go down that rabbit hole. Like it's one of those ones, bro. It's like the it's like it's like fucking flat earth or whatever the fuck. Even if you don't believe that shit, if you see some enticing shit, you start like, oh, what if there's something I don't know here? And you start looking into it more and more and more. And then some people just they can't let go. Like, they think that they know something that no one else knows. And I really think that was kind of ultimately that entire vibe was what was kind of behind the QAnon thing um, that happened a couple years ago because everybody... Was obsessed with thinking that they knew something that that most of the world was too dumb to fucking know or something like that. Like they were the uh, ancient alien theorists like they say on Ancient Aliens. You know like what the fuck dude you guys don't know anything. You guys think that you know that this is connected to the Clintons because of the, the, the what the fuck. Like how about like what we were, me, you and I were talking about at the beginning of the episode. Our system is fucking broken. It doesn't take a conspiracy theory for you to realize that. It doesn't take you to have to draw a bunch of dots between a bunch of crazy shit. For you to realize that there's some wild shit going on in our world but i think that those things that happen to you that are meaningful to you are meaningful to you and even if they're kind of dark sometimes like i think about dark shit sometimes bro that i don't know why but i'm wired that way i just think about like when i meet people sometimes i think of you know, I could imagine them doing certain things, or like, what they must have been like as a child, or like, you know what I mean, like, I think of weird shit like that, and I don't know why, but I I think of shit like that sometimes, you know, and we do that, and and it's because it helps us get, I think, where we need to go on our journey, we just don't know exactly where we're going all the time, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I completely understand, I get what you're saying, bro, sometimes, like, I'm in a crowd of people, bro, and I'm not even like, I'm like, just like, analyzing, like, oh, like, this is how creatures or people interact, not creatures, but, like, I just look at a crowd of people, bro, and I'm just, like, quiet, and I'm just, like, analyzing everybody, you know? I'm not even in the conversation, bro, like, I'm not in the moment with them, bro, and I just sit there and, like, analyze them and the way they, they're behaving, you know, like, kind of like from an outsider's perspective, bro, point of view, it's just kind of weird, it kind of throws me off a little bit, I'm like, hey, like, snap into it, you know? And I'm like, am I the only one that does this? You know, I don't only one because I see all these people engaging, but I mean, now that you're telling me you kind of do that same stuff too, you know, like you look at people like, well, oh, I wonder what they grew up like or, you know, just by the way they interact now, you know. I wonder if they were always social or like, you know, what what they go home, what do they do or what kind of upbringing do they have. I, I, I get those same things, bro. I get you.
0: I know you do. Because you're the fucking man, Tony P.
1: <laughs> nah. But, uh, how's the baby, man? How's everything going with that, bro?
0: I just baby's good yeah yeah baby's good baby's healthy we went to the doctor today he's good he grew he like grew another pound in like a week or something <laughs> like you know and like mm-hmm. he i don't know he's a little longer now and he's healthy and yeah i mean he's doing good man i'm super happy that he's doing good, good i don't That's know great. like every you know as as the the two weeks the two and a half weeks or whatever that have passed since he was born it, it's been pretty wild like we literally slept in the living room every night and like we kind of it was it's always focused on him But now last night we finally slept in the room and he's still right next to us in the bassinet and everything but it's just like we're trying to transition into like You know to the next stage of having him home now now we're not in shock as much anymore Like we're now trying to get into like okay now how do we raise this? You know, soon to be a month old, and then a couple months old, and then he just keep getting bigger. So that's kind of where my mind's been at lately. But like, I'm so glad that everything's went good thus far because he's healthy, he's not sick or anything. He's, I don't know, he's sweet. He doesn't really like make you know necessarily facial expressions or anything. But
1: so what? What makes you guys sleep in the living room if you don't mind me asking? Well, at
0: the beginning, I don't know. I think just because like it was safe, it was open. We have him right there um oh, okay. we had the tv on i don't know i think direct access to anything that allison would need we had it just right there like all like like a station kind of you know gotcha yeah that makes a lot of so we have yeah. that kind of in the room too we just we've been waiting to transition i think because we came home yeah. and just a lot you know it's a lot yeah, and then i like feel like labor's right a right lot
1: there, bro, for sure. yeah and then outside if you need to check a diaper or something you know it's like right there that's that's interesting bro, i don't think i've ever done that bro i've had five kids i don't think i've ever done that but that's that's a smart move right there. It's just like say hey, let's just park everything here in the living room You know that way if I need to step outside to go throw a diaper a dirty diaper out It's right there, you know I have to just like chuck it in the room in the corner and then let us think of the room and if we need to go So if we need to go grab something in the kitchen, that's also right there, right? Right, you know,
0: so right. and then, then my dogs up. are right there laying with us basically so like we're all hands on deck like we're having like a bonding experience like we're letting him know hey, this is home This is normal this is where we are now, you know? And like, I think now he's like transitioned into like knowing that. Cause apparently for the first couple of weeks of having a baby, the baby doesn't even know that it's like separated from the mom yet. Like it thinks it's still kind of in there. He doesn't really know. Like he doesn't understand, like he came out of the womb. Like he, <laughs> you know, he doesn't, he can't conceive of that apparently. Like maybe they do. I like to give babies more credit than that, but I'm just saying like, they don't really like, they don't know how to put into words and like really comprehend it, you know? Right, right, right. And
1: then by the time they're old enough to be able to speak and communicate these, these things, you know, they forget already, bro. Like, I can't tell you yeah. how I felt when I was a baby, you know? And no. I was fresh out of the womb, you know? And like, it's weird because you could feel, you could, like, you hit a certain point where, like, when maybe when you get, like, 3 o'clock, I'm 3 or 3 o'clock, three, 3 years old, where you can remember little things in, like, your timeline of life, right? I could go back and I could specifically remember, hey, I remember, like, riding my bike and yeah.
0: whatnot.
1: You know, but prior to those 3 years of age, bro, I don't remember shit. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? What's up with that? You know, it's yeah, kind of weird,
0: bro. That's why I, I think remember, reincarnation no. sometimes is real, man. I don't know. But oh, I just kind of think it has yeah. something to do <laughs> with it because I don't know, man. I think about that. I've always thought about that since I was a kid. I don't know why. I just thought it was a fascinating idea. Like that, like, what if, you know, energy is transferred and like it somehow doesn't mean that necessarily like, <clears throat> you know, you, you die and then you're born like right after that, you know, back into the world. I don't know how it would work. It just seems like it's interesting to think like energy comes and goes from certain places and we don't fucking understand it really. But then, you know, there's a lot of people would say that I'm going to fucking hell for thinking that because how dare you not know that heaven is what's waiting you. And if you don't believe that, you're going to hell. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't I'm know, man. I just like to ponder it, some shit this though. this is
1: heaven, bro. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you're driving, bro, and you're driving after like sometimes I go to the gym or I'll yeah. do something, bro. Or like or if I wake up in the morning, I've been inside all day, bro. I've been inside, you know, for a good part of the morning, and I stepped out, oh, bro, I feel so much better, but I look up at the sky, and I'm like, this is fucking heaven, you know, like, these, the yes. sun breaking through these clouds, this is heaven, like, why don't I just make the most of this, because honestly, bro, we don't know what's after this, right, yeah. nobody, like, there's people, bro, there's people that hallucinate, and I was telling my friends, because people will say, oh, well, I know people that have seen God in heaven and stuff, you know, and I tell them, hey, look, check it out, bro, like, if you think about it like this, right, bro, like, because there's been some people like, oh, i seen Jesus Christ, you know, and, and, like, like the thing is that, like, look, bro, since you're a child, bro, right, since the day you're born, you are programmed, like, to to say, hey, God this or Jesus this or hallelujah, you know, or, or something along those lines, right, something to do with Christianity, right, and, and, and that, like, that's how we live here in this Western society, right, here in America, right? right? Okay, like, so I hear, you know, you you grow up, you hear your grandparents saying, oh, you know, Jesus Christ, or we go to church and all that stuff, right? So the day you're young, bro, you're programmed that way, right? So when you have a near-death experience, bro, because your mind's been programmed that way, that's probably the first thing you're going to see, you know what I mean? Or, like, your mind's hallucinating, there's chemicals flowing off in your brain, there's things firing off. That's the first thing you're going to see, bro, or, like, that's something that you're going to see.
0: Listener, are you in the barbecue game? Do you like to smoke some ribs over a long 15-hour interval and do that on a weekly basis, maybe? And maybe you need someone to come help detail all them dirty-ass racks and clean out all the underside and bring it all back to life. Maybe you need your old barbecue that you haven't used in a while, that you miss using, fixed up. Maybe you need it even transported because... You don't know how you're gonna actually get it from one place to another and have it functional by the time it gets there. One man stands alone for the answer to these problems. And that is Ray Baladarez over at Barbecue Ray's Detailing and Restoration Services. Ray Balladeras, the owner and operator, is a good dude. And he actually really, really knows his shit. So I would highly recommend you hitting him up if you need your barbecue reassessed and rearranged. He's open Monday through Friday. He can do barbecue pickups and drop-offs. He can clean or detail your barbecue and all around it. He can fabricate and design some new shit to fit your barbecue needs. He can troubleshoot your electrical and fuel problems. And he can even teach you how to season that grill, baby. If you're interested in this man's services, give him a ring-a-ding-ding at 559 397 Four, zero. And I'm going to leave his information in the description along with his Instagram handle, which would just be BBQ Rays Detailing, where he posts all his cool content of all his barbecue upkeeps. So, Central Valley, whatever your needs are, contact this man and tell him you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast. That's Barbecue Rays Detailing and Restoration Services. Located in Reedley, California, servicing the greater 559 area. So give Ray a call so he can put the U back in BBQ. There's people on the,
1: other side of the, on the other side of the world, bro, that when they have near-death experiences, bro, that are from a different religion, they see what they've been programmed to see, bro, their entire life. You know, whether it be Buddha or something, bro, or Islam, or, or well, Islam is a little different, right? Kind of like, I don't know too much about it. i never really delved into it. But I know like there's other people that say, they, like you know, you talk to Buddhists. I've heard it, bro, because I've studied a little bit of Buddhism and stuff. And, and, and they've said, like, hey, we've seen Buddha or whatnot, bro, or their god, or, you know, pertain to what they grew up getting programmed to believe in, you know. So when they have these near-death experiences, they see, like, these different kind of, like, their own entities, bro, their own, their own gods in their own way, bro, and then they come back and tell us, you know. So like it's it's kind of like I, I when people tell me stuff like that bro, they kind of try to get me to convert into something you know. Like hey bro, well this is kind of based off what you've been programmed to believe since you were a baby, bro. You know it's been kind of put into you, and then that's why you you have these bad days or or you have these near death experiences and you feel like you're seeing something, but in reality it's just you're going back to like it's been programmed in your subconscious mind, and you're just kind of going back to that, bro. And subconsciously, without even realizing what's going on, because they are probably in a coma or you're passed out or whatever, you know. Like that's that's my belief, bro. And not to drop shame on anybody, you know. That's just the way I see things, bro. So.
0: now nah, I hear you. You know, you.
1: I, and, and, and my my analogy is just like, hey, I'm just gonna make the best of this life right here. You know, I'm not worried about what's going on after. You know, this is this is heaven right here, bro. You know, we have our good days. We have our bad days, bro. But you look up at the sky; it looks beautiful, you know. Or you just, you know, you're like, you're like sometimes I'll go for like these gnarly runs. But the other day I ran eleven miles, and like I, I just look, you know, after I'm done, bro, I feel great. I feel a certain way. But I sit down, and relax, and I'm like, man, this is heaven. To be able to sit down and just relax, like I'm trying to make the most of it right here while we're here. I don't know what your point of view is on that, but I feel like you're kind of the same, right? You don't believe in like an afterlife, like. Oh, you know, if you behave right now and and you do what you're told, you know, and you follow this book, like you're gonna make it into this next life, where it's gonna be even more better. Like, no, what's wrong with you know making it good here?
0: I hear you. I don't really know what the fuck. I believe half the time. I don't. I don't like the idea of. I don't like the idea of belief. That's why I think belief is just like a weird idea. But like, I think that like seeing things and understanding things and. Listening, I like listening to those people that tell those crazy stories Even if I don't even agree If they got some wild yeah. shit where they had this dream and they saw Jesus Christ and da, 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 all this crazy I want to hear that, I want to hear it yeah. It's yeah. fucking cool, right. man Like, you know, it sounds You're awesome me
1: right now going on this little weird rant, you know what I mean? Like
0: but, like, I like years, listening like to you. We're
1: social creatures. Yeah,
0: yeah see, we're that's social what I mean. I like bro, listening you know, to you, dude.
1: Like, it comes back to that, bro. You might not believe in what I'm saying, just like you said earlier, and I might not believe in all the stuff this saying, bro, but at the end of the day, bro, I do know one thing, bro, is that we're social beings, and it's better off having these conversations that we're having right now, you know, even though, like, it was like bro, I'm like, you're saying, Tony, you're a little crazy, and I'm saying, Tyler, you're a little crazy, you know, and, but, but the thing is that we need this. That's one thing that I do understand is that we do need this little interaction, bro, because You know, when you don't have these interactions with people and you don't talk about anything, bro, you just fucking, you fall off the edge of the world, bro, you know? And that's when people grab a gun, bro, and they go shoot up a crowd, bro, because it's just, you know, it's, who knows what the fuck goes through their mind, bro. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro.
0: Let's not fucking do that. (laughs) It's happening too much, bro. Hey, you're the fucking man, Tony P. I gotta go to work soon, so we have to cut this. Fucking oh, podcast right, short. Right, I'm sorry, yeah, but no, you're, you're good, the bro. fucking man, sorry, dude. You're the man, bro. It's Appreciate good. you coming on, Thank man.
1: You, bro. Thank you. Let me ask you one last thing, bro. Yeah. Did you did you did you kick that up somewhere bro like saying you're the man because it has like a psychological effect on people? Bro, and I use that sometimes. <laughs> kind of... Ever since I came across you and you started saying that to me, bro, I walk away feeling a little bit better, you know. And then like, well, I started and... doing it to other people, bro.
0: Until you say it to like a trans person and they get mad. <laughs> you know like I yeah, I've noticed that about like cuz I, cause I th- always thought it was like a good thing it was a positive thing like I used to say all the time big dog I call people what's up big dog you're the you the big dog like I would always tell people like <laughs> you're the big dog or whatever and then it became like, you're the man, you're the fucking man, bro. Like, I don't no, know, I would that, just that say has, you're the man that, all the time. That has a
1: psychological effect on
0: but then, so like, like when you, I don't like know, some people I say it to, I'm like, oh shit, like, what if they're not a man? They're like, what if they take that the wrong way? Like, <laughs> you know, like, I didn't mean <laughs> no, it like that. Like- because, like, we tell our kids, bro, hey, you're the greatest, you know, you're good, you know,
1: like, oh, well, you're going to be a great kid. It's kind of the same thing, bro, you know, it's just solidifying time, people positive stuff, bro. I'm just wondering if you pick that up somewhere, like, in a book, or there's, like, some kind of psychology behind it, you know? Nah, or if no. you just kind of... There is no, there is no well I though. think there is psychology behind it but I'm it just it's personal
0: better. to me like it's like I said before like I don't know it means something to me it always worked for me it always worked when I would tell people I feel like it would make them like realize wor- I try it helps them level with me because they realize oh this guy's not trying to necessarily like, outdo me and like you know uh swindle me and belittle me he's just trying to like create this air of equality between me and him like I I try to go after that a lot of time because I feel like too many times dude. People get mad and, like, I've been told by gay dudes that that I emasculate them and then I've also been told by trans people that I'm just a fucking ignorant asshole. And it's like, dude, wait a minute, what? Like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way at all. And in fact, I'll just shut my fucking mouth right now. And that's usually where I leave those things. But like with but with the you're the man thing, I could see where like it's like, okay, so what am I saying? I'm saying the man is like superior. That That's what I'm saying basically in a way. I'm saying by being the man and it being a positive connotation, it's like you're saying that the man is superior than the woman. But I mean, no offense, I'm not going to call a, a, the man a man uh, you're the woman. I say that with girls sometimes, like my coworkers or someone. Be like, you're the fucking woman, dude. Like, you know, you're killing it. I t- tell my wife that, but I could see it falling into the wrong hands and it be in- and someone getting upset. And it's kind of happened before. I feel like, like me being in retail, I've said that to customers and they kind of like give me a weird look and I'm like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck? No, you, just, you keep doing
1: what you doing, bro, because it works. But it's
0: coming away. from a good place. And I feel like yeah, often exactly. when things come from a good place, do do we still shut those things down? I don't think so, but I don't know, yeah, man. I'm, I'm sure there's arguments where you do.
1: Yeah, and I walk away, but it actually does have, like, you know, I walk away, like, man, Tyler's right. I am the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I got this, you know? We got to hype and each other up, like, though exactly bro exactly i like that bro but i won't hold you
0: back bro because i know you got to go to work man so enjoy your day bro. i won't hold we'll you about. back man you gotta fly bro you're the man <laughs> there you go. tony yeah. p we'll be talking right, soon bro. bro and then hit me up on the outs if you need anything but also come back on the podcast soon man for
1: sure bro enjoy your day
0: you kill it out there bro have a good time you're the man hit me up if <laughs> right you need back anything at you, bro all right, all right brody Later. brody Tony P, you the fucking man, Brody. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming on once again. Listen, I hope you had a good time. I hope you felt entertained with our conversation. I hope that you were riveted by our stories. I love the way Tony talks a bunch of shit. I love him. I love the way I talk shit back at him. I love that he brings up things that are very important, like people talking about the end times and shit, because man, oh man. Are things getting weird? And for thousands of years people have been saying the end times are near And it's so fun to discuss that with someone because I know I hear it and I pay attention to people saying shit like that But I'm like, they're crazy but, or whatever, you know But it's interesting because there's something in the psyche of all of us that like We really enjoy learning about that, I guess Or we really like to ponder the possibility that it's not going to be forever I don't really know what that is, but I think it's fun to talk about and it all stems From a lot of ancient ideologies and religions. And that is the point of us talking about it. It's just to kind of remind us that like it's something that maybe we don't even understand anymore. We just still talk about it. And I bet you that sounds very relatable to a lot of other things in our lives. You could probably think of a few. But I won't bore you. Because we're rolling out of here. And on a good note. Because Tony left us with good vibes. And listener I hope that you can like, share, subscribe, and do all that fancy ass shit on the social meds, and stay tuned for the upcoming amazing guests that we will have on the show. This is Tyler Columbaro signing off for this episode, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast.